Assalamu alaikum Welcome to another episode of the Fiqh of Love. My name is John Fontaine and I'm joined today with Dr. Muhammad Salah. Assalamu alaikum Shaykh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. How are you doing Shaykh? I'm doing great. Alhamdulillah. Couldn't be better. Alhamdulillah. MashaAllah. Shaykh, in the last couple of episodes we've been discussing how men and women should actually look for the perfect spouse, mm -hmm. you know, and how the, the guardian, the wali can actually be a part of actually doing the investigation. So once this is, you know, you found somebody who you think could be a potential husband or wife and, you know, you're thinking of doing the marriage contract, but sometimes people want to stipulate certain conditions before marriage. Mm. Is this permissible? Well, it depends what kind of conditions. Yeah. First of all, when, when it comes to conditions, particularly at the time of the contract or before, mm -hmm. we find the Almighty Allah says in Surah Al-Ma'idah, Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu awfu bil'uqood. And that is the first ayah in, in the chapter, chapter number five. Mm -hmm. For who you believe, you must fulfill your contracts and the covenants that you have taken upon yourselves. Mm. That can be in writing, can be verbally, by any means. And the Prophet ﷺ specifies a particular covenant or a condition which should be fulfilled most. So in the sound hadith, he says, peace be upon him, إن أحق الشروط بالوفاء شرط استحللتم به فروج النساء Indeed, he says, peace be upon him, indeed. The most worthy condition to be fulfilled is a condition through which intimacy have been made lawful. Mm. In other words, only because of this condition that you agreed to or you stipulated on yourself or mm. you promised to fulfill, this woman agreed to marry you and you processed mm. the marriage contract and you got married and this marriage contract made it permissible for mm. you to have an intimate relationship with her. Mm. Without this marriage contract, you couldn't even touch her. Mm. And without stipulating or agreeing mm. to the stipulated condition, there would, be, there would not be any marriage contract because mm. that was her condition. So you agreed to it, you accepted it, and the marriage contract was processed. And now you're married to her and you mm. share bed. So remember, the condition that you agree to mm. must be fulfilled. And that is the mm. meaning of the most worthy condition to be fulfilled, a condition which mm. was stipulated in order to make mm. intimacy permissible. So you mentioned that it depends which type of, you know, uh, stipulation has been put in. So what type Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever I said is generally speaking yeah. concerning the conditions of before the permissible or ones, during yeah. the marriage contract. Yeah. So, so what type of conditions are you aware of? I mean, what type of <laughs> have you come across before? Well, the Prophet Sallallahu also explained that Al-Muslimuna عِنْدَ شُرُوطِهِمْ That's a sound hadith, highly sound hadith. Mm. The Muslims are bound to their conditions, mm. except a condition which makes a lawful lawful. Yeah. Or makes a lawful a lawful. Yeah. So if so it you is... you couldn't, for instance, say, if you eat pork, I'll get married to you, for instance, because that goes uh, against... Yeah, well, it's not that extreme, because yeah. obviously, if this is the case, then we're not talking about uh, a practicing Muslim. Yeah. We're not talking about a Muslim to begin with. Yeah. 
But there are things which are common. Mm. Like she agrees to marry that person provided mm. he would sever the relationship with his family. He has mm. nothing to do with his parents. He would not visit them, nor would he let them visit him. Or a man who is married previously and he have kids. So he's proposing to a woman, he loves her so much, and she says, yeah, but you have kids. Mm. You have kids. So he says, forget about them, they would live with their mom. She mm. says, okay, I would marry you on one condition. Your kids are not allowed to come in our life whatsoever. And you're not going to spend any money on mm. them. They're hers. We mm. have nothing to do with them. Your own mind. To say, agree, but just marry me. Mm. That's a haram condition. Mm. It's, it's not effective. Mm. Even if you have made so many, the Prophet ﷺ said, even if it is 1,000 condition, yeah. it shouldn't be fulfilled. Yeah. It shouldn't be fulfilled. And it's ineffective. And all the consequences of such condition mm. will be nullified mm. and invalid, of no effect whatsoever. So the condition like, of the condition is that it has to be permissible generally. In excellent. Permissible yeah. at least. Yeah. But if it is haram, then it is in vain. Yeah. Ineffective. Yeah. Uh, if it is to do something uh, which is wajib, it's already confirming what is mandatory. Yeah. Uh, another example to make in a condition which is haram mm. is to make a condition he's already married and he's proposing to another woman. So she says, on one condition, you gotta let your wife know that you're marrying me. Mm. That's a good condition. Mm. That's a perfect condition. Mm. As a matter of fact, I, I normally advise mm. if a woman is going to be a second or whatever, she should make certain that her husband mm. has informed mm. uh, his, his wife, his mm. current wife. Not because it is required for the validity of mm. the marriage. Yeah. No, but it is required for the continuity and the sustainability mm. of yeah. this marriage. Mm. Okay? So you, that's you a valid you condition. Find in, in a lot of these cases, you know, where if the wife does find out later, it causes a lot of problems. Achy, in the eventually, so good she advice. will find out. Well, eventually. it's not an actual condition of the. I'm sorry. It's not an actual condition, you know, that you don't have to. No, it's not thing. a requirement for the validity yeah. of the marriage contract. Yeah. It is not a requirement, but for mm. the welfare and yeah. the well-being of this woman, yeah. she must make certain that everything mm. is transparent, everything mm. is clear. He's not hiding mm. anything. He's not afraid of anything. Sheikh, what are some other examples what you've actually come across? Because uh, so, I've never heard of some of these conditions you're mentioning, subhanAllah. I can't imagine someone would... Yeah, you know, there is, you know, it, it happens a lot that when somebody, when a couple are in love for mm. innocence, he loves his co-worker, his mm. colleague, uh, his neighbor, mm. and uh, or his cousin, mm. and then she's willing to marry him, He's already married. She mm. says, on one condition, you divorce your wife. That's a huge sin. Yeah. That's a big, big, big sin. Mm. The Prophet warned mm. against that. That's a mm. big, big sin. So you already know that he's married, and uh, you're absolutely free to say no. But to ask him to divorce his wife so that you can marry him or marry him on a condition that a month or two later he will divorce his wife, this condition is definitely invalid. Mm. So you find the Prophet mm. is keeping balance between the importance of the fulfillment mm. of the vows, the covenants and mm. the conditions. 
especially the conditions which were stipulated at the time of the marriage contract, mm. through which she agreed to marry you. And meanwhile, that you do not step beyond your boundaries. Mm. You do not intervene with Allah's business. Yeah. Whatever Allah has made uh, halal, mm. you cannot stipulate a condition to make it haram. Yeah. And whatever uh, Allah made haram mm. unlawful, you cannot stipulate a condition to make it uh, lawful. Mm. Yeah. Like, you know, you're going to marry me. Look, I'm an outgoing person. Mm. I don't wear hijab. I'm not willing to wear hijab. I know you're a nice guy, mm. but, and I know you're jealous. So if you, if it is okay with you, I will never wear hijab. Uh, I go out, I hang out with boys. If that is okay with you, guess what? Some people would say yes, hoping that that will change. But eventually, mm. he will change, mm. not her. Can you give us some examples of good conditions which, which you would, you know, you've come across which you think, yeah, that's, a, that's actually a Perhaps good. you mean examples of legal yeah. or lawful conditions. Because what are actually helpful as well. Yes, yeah. but because the good conditions I, I mentioned earlier, mm. if, if, if somebody is proposing to a sister mm. and he's already married, that's a good condition yeah. to ask him on one condition. You gotta let your wife know. Yeah. Even though it is not required. Yeah. Okay. Um, but lawful conditions which mm. must be fulfilled. As mm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said also in Surah Al-Isra, chapter number 17, If you have ever taken a covenant mm. on yourself, then you should fulfill it. Mm. You should fulfill the covenant that you have stipulated on yourself yeah. because indeed the covenant you will be questioned about. SubhanAllah. And uh, the, among the qualities of the believers, عَاهَدُوا And those who fulfill their covenants whenever they make one. They fulfill their amanat, they fulfill their uhud. Before we discuss, um, you know, some legal or lawful conditions to be stipulated, I would like to bring to your attention the fact that if the condition has been stipulated to make a lawful lawful or the opposite mm. it should be neglected mm. even if the person made a vow the prophet mm. sallallahu alaihi said in the hadith man nadhara an yuti'a allah falyuti'a wa man nadhara an ya'siyahu fala ya'sih if somebody made a vow and the vow is some sort of obedience to mm. allah or to do something legal or lawful yani somebody made a vow I will never smoke after today. Alhamdulillah, that's a legal mm. covenant. Yeah. A promise and a vow, you should fulfill it. Mm. But somebody said, we'll never talk to you after work. I'm boycotting you. Mm. I, it's haram for me to speak to my sister. Mm. I will never set a foot in your house. This vow is mm. haram. Mm. And it is to disobey the Almighty Allah. So the Prophet ﷺ is the one who's ordering you to break that vow yeah. and to violate the condition. Mm. In the case of the vow or the oath, there is mm. a kafara, a ransom, mm. which is similar to the ransom of, of taking an oath. Yeah. And similarly, that is the case with the condition. If you said, Wallahi, I would never uh, do this. And you did it because you knew that if you fulfill it, this is haram. Mm. Then you just give the kafara or the ransom mm. for the oath and you move on with your life. Inshallah, yeah. I would be happy to mention a few examples of the legal covenants 
and uh, how important it is to honor uh, those conditions. Jazakallah khair, Sheikh. We will come back to that after the break. Inshallah. And we'll speak about some of them examples. For those of you at home, make sure you stay tuned. Join us in a few minutes. Assalamu alaikum. Tallahi wa barakatuh. Assalamu alaikum Welcome back to the Fiqh of Love. Assalamu alaikum Shaykh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back. Yeah, jazakallah khair. SubhanAllah, we were just discussing, you know, some of the stipulations or conditions that people might put into a, a before marriage. Mm -hmm. SubhanAllah, I'm actually shocked, SubhanAllah, hearing some of the experiences that you've had that people may actually... Yeah, I guess you have to join me sometime in marriage counseling and you'll find out that this is uh, quite normal. Yeah, when you're saying that they would, you know, that people would actually agree, you know, to not visiting their parents or children. You know why? SubhanAllah. A few episodes back, I quoted mm. the hadith in which the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Al-Hubbu yu'mi wa yusun. Mm. which means love makes a person blind and deaf. Mm. So there are a lot of people because of falling in love mm. with somebody that are willing to do anything. Mm. To the extent that she says, I will marry you, but you know you're married. Oh, it's over. I will mm. divorce her. He's a bunch of kids. They just agree to and anything. And his wife is very pious. She's very loyal mm. and she's beautiful. But he's dying to marry this person. He's out of his mind. That is the meaning of the hadith. Yeah. You or me, it blinds, yeah. or you swim, it makes a person deaf. He's not listening to any advice. Just deluded. He's deluded. Yeah. SubhanAllah. So, as we mentioned just before the break, the, the consequences of breaking, you know, uh, these, these, con these types of conditions, the ones which are haram, there's, there's no consequence, uh, bad consequence. Yeah, yeah. You should them. actually break them. The yeah. Prophet ﷺ said, if you've made a vow, and the vow is to do something haram mm. or to start do, to stop doing something that you're commanded to do, you should break it immediately. Yeah. But on the other hand, there are legal conditions mm. uh, maybe stipulated mm. for innocence. Uh, a girl who loves her family so much and they have very strong ties, so she knows that her husband keep jumping from one place to another. She says, I would marry you in one condition, not to leave my home country. Mm. So I would have an access to check on my mom. She's old. Mm. I would have an access to see my dad. That's a beautiful condition. Yeah. Is it legal? It's legal. Mm. So if she says, I accept to marry you, or the father says, son, I'm giving you even a free housing, mm. provided my daughter does not travel out of the country. Mm. I want my kids to be brought mm. up and their kids to be brought up and raised in Muslim country. Mm. He says, okay, mm. somebody is coming from uh, the States. Mm. He accepted Islam like yourself, mashallah. Mm. And he liked the Muslim girl and he wants to live in a Muslim country. So your future in law wants to make certain that you're not just checking it out mm. or uh, giving it a try. Mm. So say, I will give you my daughter in marriage on one condition. I know you're new Muslim. You're from mm. the UK, mm. but I don't want my daughter to travel to the UK. I want her to live with us in a mm. Muslim country. Yeah. Is this a valid condition? 100% valid condition. Mm. Sheikh, you know, sometimes conditions are not like formal conditions. You know, they're not written down or necessarily 
a part of the actual contract, if you like. Mm. You know, it may be just something you've discussed, you know, where you've said like, well, you know, maybe somebody chooses to want to live abroad or live in a, in a Muslim country and they kind of accept that in the beginning, you know, like, yeah, that, you know, we, we'd be happy to live wherever you, you want to live. And then they get married mm. and then they won't leave, <laughs> leave their home or they won't leave, leave their, their country. Yeah. What, what would happen in this case? In the case of I find it eminent to break that condition and my wife is okay with it, mm. then cool. Mm. That's a win-win situation. Everybody is happy. Mm. But in case if I break that condition mm. and I do not fulfill the covenant I have taken upon myself, whether it is verbal, mm. it doesn't have to be written yeah. with witnesses. I just gave you my yeah. word. Yeah. So that's a condition. It was and a, the Muslims like you said are the bound yeah. to their conditions. And you said because of the condition, the contract happened because of the contract. Exactly. Yeah. So in this case, if I still break the covenant mm. and neglect the condition, then the wife has the right to annul that marriage without mm. even the consent of her husband. Mm. The husband has the right mm. to give divorce at any time, mm. correct? Yeah. Now she has the right to do the mm. fasq and annul the marriage mm. without even getting his uh, consent mm. because he did not fulfill mm. the covenant. Mm. And he did well, not I mean, if it, if it was the other way around where the wife wasn't following the husband to the other country or something like that. I mean, should the wife the wife should travel with the husband and that he made a condition that she should travel yeah. with me? Normally, people do not because this is the norms. Mm. The norms that the wife would go with the husband wherever they go. But there yeah. are some exceptions, as I mentioned yeah. earlier. The father said, "John, I will give you my daughter, but you do not take her to yeah. the UK." Is this a valid condition? Yeah. That's a valid condition, yeah. and I've seen cases yeah. like that. So in this case, you must stick to that genre, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, now, it's good for people to know because, you know, we, we laugh about it, but subhanAllah, you know, so many people, they, they have a plan for their life. You know, some people want to live in a Muslim country. Some people, they want to live in the West specifically because their family are in the West, etc. And sometimes this can be really problematic. I know many cases, you know, of families where, you know, the, the wife has not followed the husband or the husband has not you know, stuck to hit this condition, etc. And it, it causes problems further down the road. You know why this episode and this matter, mm. the subject that we're discussing is really important? Mm. Because at the time of marriage, especially if there is some sort of chemistry, uh, attraction, mm. you're attracted to the woman mm. and so on, you're willing to say yes, yes, <laughs> yes, okay. You're even yeah. showing interest in, law, in, in learning their mm. mother tongue language. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for the time being, obviously. Mm. Then after the marriage, you forget about everything. Uh, this is what happens yeah. normally. No, I'm confirming yeah. and I'm sharing with you what the Prophet mm. says in this regard. If you are planning to break that mm. covenant, do not stay forward. Mm. Do not agree to it. Mm. Do not mm. actually marry this girl. Mm. If that is her only condition mm. or more than one mm. condition and you know they are not feasible mm. to be fulfilled, mm. then do not agree to mm. them. Shaykh. One of the very, very, you know, uh, I would say controversial conditions mm. that nowadays all the sisters want to stipulate at the time of marriage that I would marry you on one condition, you do not take a second wife. Mm. Is this a valid condition? And what will be the consequences mm. of not fulfilling that condition? Mm. Ibn Qudama al-Maqdisi, may Allah have mercy on him. 
said in the light of the previous ahadith and ayat awfu bil uqud ya ayyuhalladhina amanu awfu bil uqud the beginning of surah al-maida then ahaqu shuruti bil wafa shartun istihlaltum bihi furuj an-nisa the hadith which we uh, referred to earlier the sound hadith uh, he said that if a woman or her father her family stipulated that condition at the time of marriage then he said i agree I will not marry another woman mm. as long as you're my wife. I would not take you out of town. I would mm. not move you to yeah. another uh, country or another town. Mm. And then he decided to do otherwise. Then the woman has the right to annul the marriage. Mm. What if she says, based on the benefit-risk ratio, well, my parents are already dead. I don't have anyone in town anymore. Mm. So why not just move with my husband? This is what we call it win-win situation. Okay, mm. there is a mutual understanding yeah. and based on the updates. So mm. the condition, she decided to drop mm. it. Yeah. Or he broke the condition without her consent and then she found herself in a situation where she has a right to annul the marriage or to continue because mm. she thinks mm. it's better for her to continue. Yeah. Then it's her decision. Okay. Not his decision. So it doesn't stop. So, for instance, if the man did break that condition, it doesn't mean that his second marriage is void or not, not permissible. No, it doesn't mean it's okay. void, but he has not fulfilled the condition. Yeah. So that, now she has a right. Itself, yes. Yeah. That by itself, the person should stick to his word. Yeah. But as I said, there are updates. Mm. There are things yeah. which may happen. Mm. As a result, the person finds himself in a situation where he needs mm. to marry yeah. and she finds herself well i think it's his right mm. and if i stop him i'm gonna lose him mm. i have the right to annul the marriage so mm. we're talking here from fiqhi technical point yeah. of view you yeah. stick to your word you mm. stick to what you say that is the meaning so of that, that's an important point so it's not automatic that 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 their marriage will be uh you know ended she has the the choice now to make that decision she has a uh, you know, it's, it's um, you know, she has that decision to make basically. Correct. And there is yeah. a big difference between stipulating this condition and something called the contingent uh, uh, divorce. Mm. Like if the person says, if I ever, ever take another wife, then you're divorced. Mm. Is this permissible? Well, this is somebody who's mm. rushing, <laughs> who's hasting. He just wants to marry her. So he's mm. saying whatever. Mm. Okay, what if he does? That's called talaqu mu'allaq. So it becomes mm. effective mm. and she's divorced. Oh, it is? Yes, of course. Oh, okay. Because he put mm. the divorce mm. contingent on a condition. Mm. If it is fulfilled, if it happens, then she's automatically divorced. She okay. doesn't have to pursue a court or whatever. Can he cancel that before he does the... No, that's another <laughs> issue with regards to... Uh, I've never heard this before, subhanAllah. Yeah, there are a lot of things yeah. in marriage and divorce that you don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> subhanAllah. Alhamdulillah. You know, I'm sure we could go on for many, many other... In, in, uh, in, in, uh, <laughs> in the episode of divorce, which uh, eventually we have to discuss it, we'll yes. be discussing khula, mm. divorce, mm. fasq and separation, mm. and all the ahkam for divorce before the consummation of the marriage, after the mm. consummation of the marriage, mm. with regards to the dowry, the idda, etc. Yeah. Also, we'll get to speak about one category of divorce, which is called at-talaq al-mu'allaq. Mm. Like somebody says mm. to his wife that if you ever leave home, then you're divorced. Mm. What happens? And can he revoke it? All of that will mm. be discussed, inshallah. And, uh, mm. I, I, you know, this is fiqh. So mm. we're learning it 
But yeah. I hope and I pray that we don't have to uh, uh, to go through it. Inshallah. But you know, sometimes uh, you know people if they're well versed and they're, they're knowledgeable in this subject, inshallah, this will help them avoid divorce. You know, in the future. And it, you know, absolutely. If they pick the right spouse in the beginning, and you know, they they learn from all these examples. One of the most important factors of the sustainability and the continuation mm. of the marriage is to learn the ahkam of marriage in Islam. Mm. Beginning from, as we said, mm. love and to how to go about it. Mm. Then the proposal, then the engagement, mm. uh, making the decision and uh, resolving marital issues mm. and all of that from the Quran, I can assure you that will secure you not just maintaining the marriage love but also mm. a happy marriage life. SubhanAllah. Jazakallah khair, Sheikh. I decided to thank you again for your you time. Alhamdulillah, we're learning a lot more. I'm, I'm, I'm getting very excited now. We're getting to the thick of it now. So yeah, uh, very excited inshallah. to learn, not to marry. No, to learn, yeah, of course. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. And, uh, you know, just benefiting from this, and hopefully this will help not just me, but all the viewers at home, sure. you know, with our, our uh, families, etc. Inshallah. So that's all we have time for today. Please join us next time for another episode of the Fiqh of Love. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.